Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detilla along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. On our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text line, we have Nick Carboni, who's the Panthers pregame host on WFNZ in Charlotte, also on the uh, Odyssey Station, also sports director at WCNC TV. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Man, it was uh, quite a ride for the Panthers. And, uh, you know, they took uh, – the Buccaneers uh, down the road a little bit, but man, uh, not being able to cover Mike Evans, and I know you guys were really depleted in the secondary, but it caught him. You know, Brady to Evans, that combination really was the difference in that game. Yeah, that was the biggest concern going in, and, and thank you for having me. The biggest concern going into the game, J.C. Horn, the team's second-year corner, first-round pick in the 2021 draft, who, uh, given almost the full season this year, after missing most of last year, performed really, really well and, and shut a lot of top receivers down. I mean, he didn't have the interception numbers because, uh, quite frankly, people weren't throwing at him. So you lose him, and then Dante Jackson uh, was already on the shelf. He was the corner starting opposite J.C. Horn. So you've got inexperience and inconsistency. Oh, you have an old outside. man like Josh Norman, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he only played uh, – I think he may have gotten 11. Okay, all It right. was like three snaps and then – Maybe some garbage time snaps, too. But he you. came in once, and, and he covered uh, – I can't remember who he was on. I, I think it might have been uh, Jones, and, and Brady kind of dirted it. He didn't, he didn't want to test Josh, I guess. But I, I just don't think Josh was, was ready to jump in the fray in, a, in a, almost like a playoff atmosphere, having not played all year. And um, it, was, it was really the two other guys, the backup guys, Keith Taylor and C.J. Henderson, that had the issues. You know, Nick, you got to give Tom Brady and the Bucks credit. Uh, boy, it looks like the Saints were in control, and boy, Tom Brady has an awesome comeback, and and that's what occurred against the Panthers. We were all ecstatic. Said, "Well, it looks like Carolina's going to take care of business." Uh, we looking early; they're up fourteen to zero, and then it was twenty-one to ten. Sam Darnold throws a third touchdown pass, and it was—I know it was only ten seconds in the fourth quarter, but. You might. Uh, what did you see watching that game? You think, oh, the the Panthers got a, a good chance. We're up twenty-one to ten, but then it ends up being thirty uh, twenty-four. 
Yeah, anytime Tom Brady is on the other side and with a division in play, uh, you know, 11-point lead in the fourth quarter, uh, still not safe, especially when you know he was going to go after those young corners the entire game. And the Panthers, uh, they've played well the last four or five weeks. Sam Darnold's played well, especially in the turnover department. He hadn't turned it over, and they cough up three turnovers. And in a game like that against a team like that, regardless of how down and, and maybe a little banged up that they are, uh, that's just not going to provide you with a good result in the end. So it, it was never really safe. Uh, it wasn't surprising to see Tom Brady do what he did, uh, given the amount of time. I and mean, when we talk about too much time for Tom Brady, well, you know, six minutes is when they took the lead for the first time in the game. So certainly he had too much time to come back and win that game. Uh, but credit to the Panthers, you know, they they played a pretty good game overall. I mean, the turnovers hurt them, uh, but they had some big plays on offense, some big plays on defense and special teams and, in the end, it's just, you know, it's not Tom Brady's time to, to bow out yet. Yep. Now, uh, Nick, uh, what about, uh, you know, one of the richest owners in the NFL, Mr. David Tepper? <laughs> and uh, what is your take on him? He's all in rumors. Like, hey, I'm telling you, he might even go after Sean Payton. I don't know if Mickey wants him to go in the division, but uh, I know he's aware of this. I didn't realize this till uh, I read this this morning, that Carolina is the only team with 10 losses in each of the last four seasons. So they're the only one. It's not like two or three. So I know Mr. Tepper saying, "Hey, well, well, you know, we got to turn that around now." No, if you you're not <laughs> worth that kind of money, and you patient. It, he yeah. was patient <laughs> last year uh, with Matt Rule, but he ain't going to be patient anymore. I think he goes after big game. Uh, and, and Nick, Nick will let you and, and, uh, and, chime and in. Nick, when you think about that though, uh, that you can't have double. You can have double digit wins, but not double digit losses like four seasons in a row. Yeah, he he has certainly uh, lost the uh, initial appeal that he had in this town right away. And that's for things, you know, on the field and on the business side, too. Five straight years without the playoffs since he took over. Um, obviously, coaching changes. Uh, the, the, the records just have not been good. You're right. I mean, at least this year they were into it down to, you know, the penultimate week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he, he's a guy that, that – we don't know what his patience level is because it varies from, you know, subject to subject, from position to position. Uh, he's also fired a soccer coach in the last calendar year, too. His first one, 14 matches into their season. So uh, that has been an interesting ride. And, and I think now we're, we're going to really see, you know, where his head is with this coaching position because Steve Wilkes has certainly checked a lot of boxes right. and done enough to, to gain that full-time job. Uh, but now there's the Jim Harbaugh rumors, and there will be other ones where this is a guy that wants to make a splashy hire for his football team if he can, and he's got the money to do it because that doesn't come out of your uh, your, yeah. your salary cap. That's out of your pocket. So he he's certainly got the money to go get the best coach that he wants if he can learn one here. Nick, one of the things I know in dealing with people who have that kind of money is um, they don't want to hear about, well, well, it's a rebuilding deal. Uh, they they want to win now because they didn't get that money by being patient most of the time. They they got it by making it pretty quickly being aggressive. Uh, and being very, very aggressive. And I think you already have seen that because nobody's denying the fact that Tepper met with Jim Harbaugh. N- nobody's denying that. And so already he's telling you without telling you, this is what I want. I want big game hunting. I'm going out there and trying to get a guy who has won at the NFL level uh, as a head coach 
And you can poo-foo Jim Harbaugh all you want. You may not like him personally. Only thing I do know is he won, and he really won a ton of games with the San Francisco 49ers. Well, they went to the NFC Championship twice in the Super Bowl, and he lost his brother. I mean, come on. He's won at San Diego. Not San Diego State. San Diego, then we all know Stanford, and then look what he had, Michigan, and he bounced back, and... Uh, no, I I think the fan base in Carolina would say, yeah, well, we know who that is. We, we excited about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe that was a little bit of what the last few days around here were about, putting Jim Harbaugh's name out there, letting it float around and spin around and, and see what people think about it. And as much as people really want Steve Wilkes to be the head coach, I think a name like Jim Harbaugh is one that they would say, okay, we like that direction too, because you're right. I mean, he's he's not the college coach that David Tepper just you know failed at hiring right. in Matt Rule. He's a coach that has succeeded in college and also has dang near a 700 winning percentage in the pros. Yeah, bit of a smaller sample size, but anytime you got a guy that played in the NFL, succeeded as a coach in the NFL, got to the the game everybody's trying to get to. Uh, that is is somebody that's going to be enticing to fans and obviously the owner. Uh, it, wasn't a wasn't a formal interview to this point, but I certainly think there's a little bit on both sides of interest. what are people going to think about this if we put it out there, and, yeah. and certainly some interest at the very least. Nick, uh, you know what caught my attention uh, because you know how you structured: are we primarily a running team? Do we do play action? Are you just wide open, throw it all over the field and spread them out? Uh, to me, this has to be a big feather in how, and I know Mr. Temper would be uh, say, well, uh, you can see the proofs in the pudding. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm looking at the Panthers had probably one of the worst offensive lines in the league last season, and they spent a lot of capital to improve it. And look at the offensive line winning in the trenches. Anytime you can run for 300 yards in an NFL game and the Lions were playing for something, now you might say, oh, it was the Lions, whatever. But when I saw that, you could see games 200-plus yards. But you got 300-plus yards rushing? Uh, tell me about it. Because uh, offensive line, they must have been kicking ass uh, uh, for Carolina to get 300-some yards. And, and the, one, the, the, the duo of running backs, how to utilize them. And, Nick, wasn't the first two plays, one of them over 30 and one of them over 20, rushing? Yeah, they immediately started gashing Detroit in that game. I mean, you knew that no matter how that game went, Carolina was going to be able to at least do that. And it turns out it was, you know, a route for the most part because they just demoralized Detroit. And they did it to Seattle, too. And they've done it to a lot of teams they've played. Tampa Bay in the first game that they played against Tampa Bay. I think back to Steve Wilkes, that's been one of the most impressive things about him is after two and a quarter seasons of Matt Rule saying, we want to be a run team but not doing it, Steve Wilkes did it right away. And, you know, it's led to, to better play overall. It's led to a clear identity after not having one for those two-plus years under Matt Rule. And to the players you're talking about, the offensive line has absolutely been flipped on its head. It is, I don't know how many times, better than it was last year. It was a real problem last year right. when it came to running the ball, even though you had McCaffrey back there, when it came to protecting. I mean, Sam Darnold's basically a new quarterback, and I think that has a lot to do with it. They're protecting fairly well too they went out and drafted a big left tackle a kid from charlotte who played at nc state who's more of a run blocker but i think has done pretty well in pass pro for the most part they got austin corbett a, a guard from the la rams who won a super bowl last year and finally midway through the season plugged in bradley bozeman who they got in the offseason former Ravens center and they're a completely different offensive line 
And for the most part, they'll be intact next year as long as they pick up the tab on Bozeman and, and sign him to an extension. So that's got to have uh, – it does have Panthers fans around here feeling pretty good uh, regardless of what style offense they're, they're going to play. But certainly in the run game, uh, those guys like to attack and, and they really – adopt the mentality of we're going to wear you down all game and and it's worked more often than not well uh nick when you look at it i'm sure who that nation saints fans and uh panther fans uh that look you, you talked about how sam Darnold seems like he's turned a corner and then uh look are we going with the red rifle andy dalton but it's all oh, but who's our future quarterback is sam Darnold easy to, even in that conversation because he's younger than Dalton, but much uh, younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what is the take there? Do you think, like, well, I guess depending on the coach, whoever's hard, uh, what he thinks about Sam Darnold. But uh, do you think Sam Darnold will be back? I think he could be. I think he's on par with several other veterans around the league. You could bring in here, depending on the coaching staff's preference, to to be a bridge quarterback, to be a mentor to a, a potential first round pick at quarterback as well, which I think is very much in the fold. So. I mean, he played the best four games of his career, uh, you know, and, and I'll even put it at five. He had three turnovers this week. I'm not sure. That they weren't the same, if this makes any sense, the same Sam Darn- Darnold turnovers we've seen before, which is like akin to Jameis in Tampa just tossing it up there when it doesn't make any sense. I mean, he had one interception. He had a, he was strip-sacked, and there was a miscommunication on a snap. Other than that, he, he was throwing darts all over the field, but D.J. Morgan, him going – uh, three touchdown passes in the game. I mean, he's played his best ball, uh, and I think Steve Wilkes has wanted him to be the guy after he took over, just had to wait for him to recover from his injury. So I could see Sam here uh, on a much cheaper deal than he is now. He's still got that guaranteed option this year of almost $19 million that they somehow picked up before he ever set foot on the field for him. But I think on a, a lower-cost deal, he makes a lot of sense to bring back next season but uh you know i think there's some other guys they could probably say the same for now now nick uh, yeah i wanted to ask him about this because i mean he's probably the best defensive player uh that really the casual nfl or football fan doesn't know but all teams know about him and i think he would start for every nfl team brian burns uh, yeah, he would absolutely start for every team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost every team. And, and where he's at right now, does the fans show him some love or appreciation or what? Or, well, what's his personality? Is he low-key? or well, you know? Because a lot of times, unless you truly know football uh, and you follow football, you tell, you tell the general public, Brian Burns, they, they, who are you talking about? I think we got everybody's attention when the Rams offered two first-round picks for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. that, that got everybody's and, attention. And I love that you asked about his personality because yeah. he, if he if he had gone to L.A., he would have been starring in movies someday. Oh, wow. The guy is, is an absolutely enigmatic guy. Uh, you know, I, I, he, puts out, he puts out his own content sometimes where he reenacts scenes from movies. Fans love that. <laughs> and they love how he's been on the field this year. Career high, 12 and a half sacks. He's been chasing double digits for a, a couple of years. I mean, you know, he's got some limitations. He's... You know, unfortunately, is 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 prone to getting chipped, and and that affects him. You know, by by tight ends and and backs out of the backfield. Because how he's built, bit. he's not not the biggest guy, yeah, right? Because how he's, he's built, guy, he's got a nasty spin move. I think at points this season, he's used the bull rush more and used it more to his his uh, benefit and to set up that spin and and swim moves as well. So uh, he's only getting better. He forces turnovers. I mean, he's a guy you got to think about when you're out there, but. You know, I, I think they they really 
they they might regret letting Hassan Reddick walk out the door oh. and having an historic season in Philadelphia because that helped Brian Burns out immensely too. I think they still need to add opposite Burns if they truly want to make him a breakout star. But you know, this is uh, let's see, fourth or fifth year in the league, and yeah, fourth I, year, he's yeah, still young. Yeah. yeah, he's still young, and I think hopefully if the team gets better, he gets some more more play nationally. But I think he's just getting better every year too. Nick, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, what I want to see is attitude in this game. Uh, both of them really, you're not playing for anything, but you, you want to look good to end the season. Well, the Saints want to win four games in a row. Right. They had a hard time just winning two. Uh, so, Nick, I'll tell you right now, they're looking at it like, well, we want to like end the season on a high note. And do the Panthers say, you know what, if we win here, it gives our coach a chance to stay. That's it, true. May, exactly it may give you an opportunity. Yep. Uh, That's exactly the mentality, finishing for Steve Wilkes. These guys want to do that this Sunday for sure. Nick, thanks so much for joining us this Thank afternoon. We really appreciate it. Nick Carboni, who covers the Carolina Panthers. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.